hey there, it's David, and I want to welcome you to In the Growth Space. Thanks so much for listening in today. You know, every episode, I will say this, and I really mean it. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I really do appreciate it because where you choose to invest your time really does matter. And when you choose to invest it here, it, it really means a lot to me. You know, it's so hard to believe that we're at our 125th episode. Um, man, it's it's just time has flown. We've had so many great conversations um, with all types of leaders. And, and today I'm going to do a solo episode, just some, some thoughts that I've had over the last few weeks and just wanted to share them with you. And before I get into that, though, I, I'd just like to ask you, who would you like to hear on the podcast? Who would you like to hear me interview or have a conversation with? You know, as we begin to wind down this season of the podcast, the second season, and think into the third season, I just want to know who you'd like to hear. What do you think would be most interesting to you? Uh, maybe you want to hear more of the conversations with several people, kind of like a, a group of friends sitting at a coffee shop um, just sharing ideas. I, I don't know. So I'd love to hear from you. So please send me a note. David at davidmcglennon.com and uh, just let me know your suggestions. So as I said at the outset, I wanted to share some thoughts with you today on what I believe are the essential skills for leaders. I, I believe that they're they're foundational, they're fundamental, if you will, um, and, and, and fundamental to good leadership. And, and just like any fundamental, we have to practice them. And they seem really, you know, simple, but they're not easy. And so that's really why I wanted to share them with you and also share why I think it's necessary to practice them. Because just like anything that we want to get good at, anything that we want to be, you know, world class at, we want to be able to practice them or we have to practice them in order to get to that level of expertise. So a few weeks ago, I was at Turning Point um, once again. I was really blessed to be able to co-host it with my great friends, uh, Andy Hall and, and Paul Martinelli. And, you know, Turning Point has so many opportunities for growth. And of course, this year, it did not disappoint. <laughs> uh, once again, it gave uh, all kinds of uh, great opportunities for growth. And I have to say that this particular retreat, this particular event has always been a, a catalyst for growth for me, especially when I've either hosted it or co-hosted it. And it's, it's taught me um, really the value of being surrounded by like-minded and growth-oriented people that are part of a community because that really helps us to be in an energy of growth and an energy of, of being and doing and having all that we're capable of having and and being and 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 when we get together it's it's always uplifting and it's always energizing and you know it doesn't matter whether it's just you know getting out into the dance parties before an exercise or uh the uh you know just the 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 camaraderie the conversations uh but the dance parties that break out uh, preceding each session are pretty cool um but turning point has reinforced some leadership and personal growth skills for me this year 
there were really a lot of awarenesses that came to me um, just because I was in the room. And yet there were a couple that stood out for me, and I wanted to share those with you um, here today. One of the skills that, that stood out for me um, this year and, and at, at Turning Point, and, and it's one that I believe every leader needs to have. Okay, I, actually, as I th- think about it, there might be two. <laughs> um, but the first is the ability to a- a- adapt and, and improvise. The other is decision-making. If you really want to grow and 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 be a great leader you need to get used to being uncomfortable i would highly suggest that you get into an environment where you've got to routinely you need to improvise and and just do things that you've never done before because having that skill of thinking on your feet as well as really speaking off the cuff it's so important for every leader and i think that if there's one skill that served me very well over the years, it's it's this one skill because, you know, when I was a fairly young leader and, and really very early in my leadership journey, I joined a newly forming Toastmasters um, club uh, back in my hometown of Fort Wayne, Indiana. And it was called the Thank God It's Monday Toastmasters Club. And as luck would have it, or fate, or what have you, <laughs> I got elected as the first president of that club. I actually had no idea what that meant, um, and 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 I certainly didn't know what I was doing. So I had to just learn as I went along. And yet, thankfully, there was a a mentor. He was a very uh, very wise guy who had been in Toastmasters for a long time. He was much older than me. Um, very experienced, and he helped show me the way. He he shared with me parliamentary procedures. He shared with me the flow of a meeting and, and how to move it along. But it still required me to do lots of things that I had never done before. So I guess I better pause for just a second and, and share what Toastmasters is in, in case you don't know, because I know there not everybody knows what Toastmasters is. But Toastmasters is an organization that is it's international in scope, um, but they help people to become better speakers and, and quite frankly, also better leaders. And they have a curriculum for both speakers and leaders. Um, I went through both both lanes, started down uh, the speaker lane and, and completed, I think it was called the ATM bronze, so the Able Toastmasters bronze, and I got to that level. And then uh, I went down to the, the leadership lane, and I don't remember what the, the first level was for that, but I, I got through that particular uh, level as well. And, and, you know, one of the parts of the club meetings was a, a session called Table Topics. And essentially, there's uh, a, a Table Topics master that comes up with um, some questions uh, for for the Table Topics. And they they introduce that question and they give it to individuals in the room um, they don't know ahead of time what the question is or that they'll be called on. Um, but the idea then is to just calmly think and and speak on a topic. And and honestly, if if you th- if you think about or have the mindset that it's like any other conversation you have with people, you're gonna do just fine. And I I, I kind of like to think of 
those conversations or really any conversation like a tennis match. You know, there's a topic that gets lobbed over the net and then the other person volleys it back across the net. And many people just get super nervous about speaking like this because just, you know, they get in all of their head, you know, about what the topic's going to be and, you know, whatever story they're going to tell themselves, like looking stupid or stuttering or not know what to say or whatever, you know, whatever those stories are. <laughs> but what I love about the practice of this is really getting the opportunity to organize your thoughts and do it fairly quickly and effectively so that they can be spoken and shared. And honestly, it's one of the tools and practices that we use in our Emerging Leader Inner Circle Members uh, program because uh, it's, it's, it's a place where they can use this or, or, or practice this in a safe environment, in, in a place where nobody's going to ridicule them, nobody's going to be giving them a hard time because they, they quote unquote screwed up. Um, but it's a, it's a really important skill to be able to, um, to practice and, and to do it in a, in a safe environment. So getting back to Turning Point, I had a lot of opportunities to use his skill in you know just getting in front of a, a big room of people. And, and I'll tell you about one of those uh, moments here in just a moment. But, but I have to first share a little bit of a story of what led to it. And it, it actually um, involves the second skill that I think every leader needs to have. And that skill is, is decision-making and, and the ability to make decisions. You know, I was reminded of one of my earliest opportunities to learn this skill while I was at Turning Point because I, I, I shared uh, how I had to make go or no-go decisions when I was an active pilot and flight instructor. I'd have to look at the weather and assess you know, whether it was safe to go up. Um, and I had to assess all kinds of factors. I had to assess visibility. I had to assess wind speed. I had to look at wind direction for the crosswind component for, for takeoffs and landings. And um, I had to look at the forecast for the length of time I'd be flying. And if I was going to another airport, I'd have to look at the weather along that route. And the longer distance that I, I wanted to fly, the more important it was to understand what the weather trends would be and and the direction of the weather system. And, and so there were some complex um, decision-making scenarios that I had to evaluate. And especially when someone else was coming along with me, I was, I, I would usually feel the pressure a lot more because when someone else was going along um, and maybe I was taking someone somewhere, um, that added to the complexity and, and, and really managing the, the, the disappointment if it was a no-go. Um, because that's really hard. You, you have to make those decisions and, and say, look, the weather is not going to give us the opportunity to go today or at the time we want to go. And that can be disappointing, especially if there was uh, something that we were going to see or do. Um, but there were some times when I made some suboptimal decisions and I had to alter my plans. I, I could tell you so many stories, um, whether it's the time that I was flying to Oshkosh 
Uh, any of you know anything about um, flying, Oshkosh is a big event. It's actually for one week every year, it's the busiest airport in the world, and it's in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. It's a, it's a fly-in event uh, of the Experimental Aircraft Association. There's all kinds of aircraft that fly in, in uh, into this little airport um, for a, a week. And you know, when we were going up there, there were so many um, intense thunderstorms and I had to sleep on a table in the pilot's lounge in a dinky little airport after I sat down in Illinois. Um, it, you know, we, we were, you know, we were facing thunderstorms and I, I couldn't get through them. And so I needed to, to, to set it down and wait it out. Um you know, there's another story that I, I, I thought of when I decided to take a student up in 30 mile an hour winds um, in a little Cessna 152. Um, and, and the crosswind component was really stretching uh, the, the limits of the aircraft. And quite frankly, uh, it was it was stretching the limits of <laughs> my comfort level, if I'm really honest. Uh, we, we, we practically came in crabbing sideways. But the, the, the thing that I really learned most is that we don't have perfect information when we have to make decisions. We only have the information that's available to us at the time. And, and that's really what's important about decision making. So whether you're making a go or no-go decision on your life, a project in your business, whatever it is, you're not going to have all the information and you're never going to be a hundred percent sure. I mean, think about this. Where in your life are you ever a hundred percent sure of something? I mean, let's face it. If you, even if you're deciding just to go to the grocery store, you're not a hundred percent sure you're going to return. Are you? I mean, really? I mean, if you, you know, pull out into an intersection and a dump truck doesn't obey the stoplight, it, you know, they could hit you and, and, it's, it's all over. So there's never really a hundred percent, you know, sure a thing. And, and so we have to give our decisions the best that we, that we can in terms of evaluating the information that we have. And then you just have to have faith that you, you're going to make the, the decision with that information and go forward. And, and really that's the thing about decisions. You have to make them with whatever information that you have and, and at turning point this year, it was Saturday morning, it was early, and the weather was not looking promising. And just to give you some, some context here, Saturday is the day where we take participants to a ropes course to learn to manage uh, elements that, that really become a metaphor for their achievement of their goals and achievement of their dreams. And there were probably 25 to 30 mile an hour winds and heavy rain about an hour before the buses were going to pull out. The rain was blowing sideways. And, and when we looked at the radar, it didn't look like it was going to let up in, in time for us to really go and, and make the window of time where, um, where, we could, where we could actually you know, delay it a little bit or, or, and, and go late um, or, or, or not. And, and so we made the decision to cancel the ropes course that was part of the event. And, you know, we knew that there would be some people that would be disappointed because it's such a powerful component of the retreat. However, 
And, and this is the part where the improvised skills kind of come into play. I called the, the ropes course director with my co-host, Andy Hall, um, and he and I sat down with um, w- with Isaac and, and Jennifer, and we discussed our options. And we asked a pivotal question, and that question was this, could you bring your team here to the hotel and do some activities that um, might tie in to Turning Point? And they were just so accommodating, and they said yes. And let me just say, here's a little shout out to uh, Sojourn Adventures in Johns Creek, Georgia, just, just north of Atlanta. Um, they are amazing. So Isaac and Jennifer and John, they're all amazing leaders and really capable at both decision making, flexibility, adaptability, and improvising on a moment's notice. Um, they brought their team um, to the hotel they adapted. They adapted on a moment's notice, not only to, to come to the hotel, but even when we got to the hotel, the the, the plan changed. And um, the, the reality is, though, at the end of Saturday, we were hearing from participants in our debrief of, of how impactful that session was. And even from some of the people who were disappointed that they couldn't go and experience the ropes course, they were really, really thankful that they were able to go through the exercises that we went through and learn some things that they may not have gotten, maybe even out on the ropes course. But um, I, I, I just have to say that Sojourn Adventures just hit it out of the park. And, and I just want to give them a huge shout out here on the, the podcast. And we're going to put the link to their website, sojournadventures.org, into the show notes because um, they're just an amazing group of, of people. And they, they coordinated so well with what our hearts were for the event. And, and, and honestly, all of this would not have happened without those two main leadership skills, both decision-making and improvising. And, and I guess the other thing that I want to say too here is that it really helps to have a team. I, I know that going back to when I was a pilot, all of the decision making was on me. And, and you may be that same way. Maybe you're a CEO, maybe you're a president of a company or an over owner of a company. And all of those decisions are made on you uh, or made by you and, and they land on your shoulders. I get that. And, and yet now that I know what I know, I recognize that having a group of peers, a group of others who are in the same position as me to help me process my, my, my decisions, my decision making is so invaluable. It's, it's why I'm part of a mastermind and it's why that I have built the elite inner circle for executives and owners just like you. And so if you're interested in that, reach out to me and I can talk you through what that looks like. But it's, it's an amazing uh, opportunity when we can be in the community of other leaders that help us process those decisions. And, and having a team is, is so important. And, and we had a team to think through our options at Turning Point. And we, we had the ability to kind of talk out the, the decision and you know, talk about the information that we had and then make the call. And then we had to <laughs> communicate to everybody 
um, that were, you know, in the hotel, but they were scattered around. We didn't have a central gathering. So I went and made an impromptu announcement at the breakfast room just to make sure that the people who are still there got to got the got the information and then we sent out an email to to everybody and um were able to to get that information disseminated but life and leadership show up in ways that we just don't always get to anticipate and 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 things don't always go to plan so how do you adjust how do you evaluate your options going forward and um, and, and really underst- understand how to make those decisions. It, I will say that it's always great to have a, a, a great team to, to crowdsource their wisdom um, and, and get everybody's input and everybody's perspective. But when the decision is solely on your shoulders, you've got to make the call with the information that you have and you've got to move forward. And then you've got to manage the emotions, you got to manage the disappointment, you got to manage the frustration, you've got to manage the uh, maybe, you know, not understanding or misunderstanding. And, and interestingly enough, about three or four hours later, uh, the weather turned absolutely gorgeous. And that's the point where you just can't second guess yourself. You know, you have to be able to recognize that you made the decision with the information that you had and, and really be able to then move forward. And, you know, really for us, the, the main focus of this decision wasn't really, um, n- you know, not, not experiencing the ropes course, but it was really um, not, I guess, not on the, just the safety of the participants, but really their experience too, because we knew that even if we could go out and do things safely, even in the rain and the wind, um, we knew that it wouldn't be a great experience for them because it just, you know, there, there are a lot of people that have never done anything like that before. They've never done a ropes course. And they've never been, you know, maybe, you know, outdoors people. And, you know, we just didn't want them to be miserable and, and kind of, you know, not get the full juice from the squeeze as it were. Um, I mean, we really wanted them to be able to apply what we had taught on day one and, you know, have them think into things like advancing confidently, um, endeavoring, which means failing, and, and then also meeting with success, which is what we talked about too. So my lesson today, um, or really my takeaways for you here, are just to be able to get experience at making decisions and, you know, learn to manage the emotions and, and fallout from them, whether those emotions are from yourself, from the people that you're leading, or, or whoever the, the decision impacts. And the more decisions that you can make, you know, it's a, it's a muscle. It's just like working out. The more you do it, the better you get, the stronger you'll be. And I've got to warn you though, it's not always comfortable and it's not easy, but you will get better at it. You will get better at it. And, and get yourself into situations where you've got to improvise. I, I absolutely love being in situations where I've never been before and and doing things that I've never you know never done and 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 it I know it's kind of stressful and and it's the good kind of stress though I like that kind of stress and if you've never done table topics before go to a toastmasters meeting just experience toastmasters experience table topics and and better yet Join one of our inner circle group sessions uh, to experience our version of that. 
So consider this your invitation to sit in on a session of the Inner Circle Summit, or I'm sorry, the the uh, Emerging Leader Inner Circle or the Advancing Leader Inner Circle, depending on where you are in your leadership journey. All you've got to do is just send me a, an, an email, david at davidmcglennon.com, and I will make sure that you get a complimentary invitation to either of those, the Emerging Leader Inner Circle or the Advancing Leader Inner Circle uh, session. And if you're interested, if you're a, if you're a, a, a business owner, if you're a, a senior leader, you're an executive, and you want to know a little bit more about the um, elite inner circle, um, contact me as well, and we can have a conversation about that. So I hope today has been really helpful for you and, and for your leadership uh, and, and growth journey. I really am, am, am enjoying sharing some of these situations and stories that, that come up in my leadership and, and in my growth journey with you. And if you liked this episode, why don't you just share it with a friend? And, and please then give us a five-star rating along with a review uh, on your podcast app. That would, that would go a long way and it would really, um, really help us to be able to reach more people um, with these conversations around growth, around leadership. And I really appreciate you listening in. So thanks for listening today. And until next time, be well and stay in that growth space.